Welcome to What Have You. What have you? <laughs> not much. I have not much. <laughs> We're changing up our routine to, tonight. Yeah, broadcasting totally, live yeah. in the dark from the Walmart parking yeah, lot. It's after dinner today. We're here because I need coffee for tomorrow. It's after dinner in the dark of the night. And we're drinking coffee to get ourselves through the rest the of the night. <laughs> the rest of what's going on tonight. But the good news is we have a whole day behind us. So we, we should do. have lots to talk about we have much now. to reflect upon. Becca, what did you do today? Oh, it seemed like a lot of driving around, actually. <laughs> um, no, it, it took me was like a ridiculous the, amount of attempts to get to the bank. Did you, yeah, did you run past the, the moose today? Oh, no, but we saw the moose. So, okay, Moscow... Has had some moose drop in. It's actually the it's actually been kind of a moose infestation. It is. I think <laughs> it's not. See, everybody sees them in Paris because they travel in Paris. So you see two moose here or there, and everyone's posting about this on Facebook. But I think there's more than one pair of moose. So and one died at the environmental <laughs> <laughs> at the environmental institute. <laughs> We shouldn't laugh at the death of a moose. <laughs> Not the poor moose, the moose except for it's pretty funny that he ate just, a bunch of poisonous leaves or something at the environmental institute. It was institute. just a poignant moment. <laughs> it's funny. Sorry. Yeah. It's, that's anyway, where he no, died. No, but we had the moose like trotting around. My mother-in-law got stuck in her house because the moose were between her and her car. She no. couldn't go out. And Moscow is a rural town, but we don't normally have no, moose. we don't have and flocks they were, of moose. And they were in the city park today, and they were like, there's been, like, bulletins from the police to please not call them about the moose. Like, just exercise <laughs> caution like, when you know see them. Already, like, we know they're here. But then they were in the city park today and apparently charged a dog and charged some woman walking. They're not being well, cool anymore. I watched them just They're march. losing their heads. They marched <laughs> right from one yard to the next yard, and there was a fence in between, and it was like it didn't matter they walked through it like it was a bush <laughs> and it was, oh, I spilled my coffee on myself but see it was Not like they good. just stepped right over the one wooden fence but then the, like a wire fence they just charged through it, didn't it. Like, can't yeah. stop them and they're just eating things out of people's yards and yeah killing themselves on the yeah but then they bushes. jaunt out into the traffic and then they just kind of wander around in there yeah it's, it's not been safe in moscow with these <laughs> with this situation no. so anyway we've had the moose but i didn't i didn't interact i with haven't actually today. seen them except for my daily update from friends on facebook or instagram who I'll have them you. i'll let you know see my mother-in-law called and said the moose are in my yard so i I immediately yelled at the kids to run, get in the car, and we drove over, and then we stalked them for like an hour. We just kind of yeah. followed them around. and So that's what you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> not today. <laughs> it's not today. It's what that you did in the past. Time. That was like three but days ago. But today what you did was reminisce today, about well, the time you saw the... <laughs> No, today I went to an early morning meeting, and then I taught my classes. I teach high school classes, so I did that, and then I tried too many times to go to the bank. I made mm-hmm. dinner. It was not glamorous today. Mm. My um, day today was, I've been, uh, I made bread. I made a bread, and the good news is the results are in, and it was beautiful, and it tasted good. But it was a really hilariously high-needs bread today, because high, not needing 
high needs. It was a needy bread where I I guess it was probably because Moses napped and I needed to go to the grocery store. So all of it worked out to be like every half hour of my day I needed to do something to the bread. Mm. And then the window. She's making a kind of like a quest for the authentic country loaf. It's not just like I'll whip up a roll. Well, what's which funny is, much is a more friend. Low so a friend of mine, I bake, I bake plenty. So I do. I have made a lot of breads in my life. But the, a friend of mine got a book called Tartine. That's like a San Francisco bakery. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful book. Got it for Christmas for her husband, and she was like, "Well, it just feels a little overwhelming." And she was like, "I think I want to loan it to you and see if you'll try it first. And then you can tell me how it went or something. This was her reasoning. So she brings it to me and I looked at it and I thought, yeah, that seems pretty intense. But I am such a sucker because I sat down and read those first 80 pages on the country loaf. And then I was a goner. I was off trying to start my own She's sourdough. She's like running around capturing yeast in the wild. Yes, just with my little fishing net. <laughs> <laughs> Catching the yeasts of the air. No, but I, I um, did. I made my own sourdough starter and I baked a couple rounds of bread, just other recipes with the sourdough starter to make sure it was, it was alive. It was ready to go. And today, well, technically starting last night, I started the the actual tartine country mm. loaf. And you and have the battens, don't you? So I don't know if it's called a batten. On the banneton? Or a, a banneton? Banneton, the basket, the bread baskets. There's a banneton the or batten. a brock What's form. A batten, then? I don't know. Batten is batten down the hatches. No, <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google this because you talk it might about be, your country loaf. It loves. might be really uh that's actually like another name for like a baguette, isn't it? Like yeah, a long like, that's not the that's not the equipment. I'm looking on your phone because my phone is recording. What? What? Um, yeah. yeah. Look it up. Okay. It up. Anyways, I have a banneton, or it's also called a brat form, the basket called, I don't know. Oh, I'm spelling it wrong. Okay. So anyways, she made it. It's beautiful. It's it, well, it turned out really well, but it was a she very sent... funny and involved day. But I'll tell you that my real concern that, because I started this, I started trying to make this this particular loaf of bread like a solid no it's it's fortnight oh, ago wait. no solid fortnight no I'm, i think i'm just making up words maybe what's a surnight banneton i looked it up and it is coming up as the basket but maybe it's just what are you asking me i'm i'm distracted <laughs> i'm googling we're doing a podcast but don't worry becca's just gonna be on our phone <laughs> no look like a breadboard and batten Okay. Yeah, never mind. I'll find that out later. I'm going to have to do some next, checking up. Stay tuned for stay next tuned. week's update. Uh, anyways, so I started this. Well, I don't know the difference between a fortnight and a surnight, but... Hmm? <laughs> a fortnight is two weeks. Well, that's how long I've been just, trying to make this loaf of bread. You just made up surnight. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever we do, let's not Google it right I now. I just made up batten and you made up surnight. <laughs> Clearly, we should not do this at night. No, we should drink more coffee. Anyway, what we're trying to say is that we had a... um, I looked it up on Instagram because this is like a 12 night. I mean, I've been making the starter. I've been working on it. And then last night was the first time I, I I started the leaven for the loaf last night. So... 
get it all going. And then that's what I used this morning. Well, the funny thing is, so that was last night, then this morning, and it was done at dinner time today. And it involved a lot this of... This is high maintenance. This is, It was. And I don't think it I would be. I don't think this is an authentic country love. Cause well, I, I wonder. I do wonder. I don't because think those like, women had uh, enough time to fuss around Well, but they're all easy things to do with it. It's just mm. that the first time through, it takes forever because you have to read That's a full true. two uh, paragraphs yeah. where it's like, use the bench knife to gently fold the dough furthest yeah. away from you, a third of the way over the... And it, you're, you like have to process all of the information and work yeah. through it. Yeah. No, Anyways, you'll get the hang of it. I, I will definitely make it again because all of my children raved about it. My husband raved about it. And my... yeah. We'll see. Like, we were making Moroccan fr- flatbreads um, the other week after church, the girls and I. And it's weird. It's a different kind of, like, it's not a roll out the flatbread and fry it like normal flatbread. Um, or I guess more like a Mediterranean flatbread. I don't know. Moroccan is Mediterranean. Anyway. It is too late. I'm double thinking everything. <laughs> like, wait, Morocco's on the Mediterranean. You know what I mean? It's not like a Greek flatbread. Yes. But you have to like oil your hands and then oil the board and then squidge it out and then dust semolina flour over it and then fold it into a little packet and then oil it, oil your hands is and it, press it out it again. Better? Do you like it? Well, it makes a square flatbread. And then you fry, like it's a totally different technique, huh. but I know what you're saying because like it takes forever the first time because you're trying no, to make like, like wait, after how do you, you did it once and it's then no why, big whoop. Yeah. And then yeah. we did it a second time and we whipped them out and it was totally great, but you just have to kind of get I will your say head the around part, the process. The part that almost did me in is I slash my bread a lot, but this is a different method where you, it's like it, doing it in the Dutch oven. And so after I flipped it into the Dutch oven, it's like trying to slash a pretty design on a loaf that's in the bottom of that's my easy, huge Dutch oven. Like, no, mm. that is heated to 500 degrees already. It's a hot oh, Dutch crumb. oven. So I like pulled my sweatshirt yeah. sleeve down so that if I smashed my arm on the side of it, I wouldn't. But then I was too gentle. You need like a scimitar, like a cur- <laughs> like a, cur- <laughs> a curved blade. I, I actually <laughs> ordered it. I used to have one, a lame to slash the bread. It's like a curved razor blade. See, it is a scimitar. All right, what? there you go. I don't think it's a yeah. scimitar. Oh, oh my curved. gosh. We are too tired because <laughs> I totally thought you were pulling up a, a samovar. <laughs> we need like... What you need is a special Russian coffee making implement. <laughs> no. To more accurately scimitar. smash your loaf. Scimitar. I as get it. used by Kalermans in yeah. Narnia. <laughs> Oh, oh that woo. Whoa. Wow. Okay. okay. We've got to not do this at night okay. again. I think you so better anyway. catch us in the daytime if you want to get sensible thoughts out of us. Anyway, so Rachel spent all day making a loaf of bread. Yeah, I did. And she I did succeeded, that. which was a mercy. She because, did because she texted me photos and it was like the most stunning looking But loaf But better than seen. this, the funny part is that when I was anticipating my starter finally being ready for the loaf, for the final show and i was like we're ready to go we're reliable we've trained up the yeast in the way it should go i'm ready to do this i i made the mistake of browsing instagram i was looking for, i was looking <laughs> that for that is a mistake i was looking for almost always yeah but i was looking for a hashtag involving sourdough i was trying Why? to find because i wanted some inspiration for people's oh. spectacular sourdough work Anyways, okay. Okay. what came up was some poor person's loaf. 
that I was like, this is what's going to happen. And it, it looked like a deflating air mattress or like a really bad lazy boy. And the color, the color was kind of that fleshy, like kind it could have been mauve. It could have been mauve. Yeah. yeah. A little lightly mottled, but it had, mm. but they had scored it like a tic-tac-toe game mm. basically. And so then it sunk in and made these little puckered, little puckered squares. And I was like, Oh, that was just imagining myself being like, my husband would be like, so what's this bread? And me being like, oh, this whole thing only took me two weeks to make. <laughs> Devoted myself to this bread for two weeks and out comes a soft, puffy, sad looking thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, dear. and then the... Uh, so it's a good thing that that didn't happen. But in the in the time where I was anticipating that result, I was thinking about how that ciabatta, isn't it, from the Italian means like a slipper, like a. Don't ask me. I'm not. Yeah, it's not my, our. It's not our it's night not for my words. Best for vocab okay, but trivia. Ciabatta. <laughs> but ciabatta does mean slipper, and I I was thinking how funny that is it. that somebody was like, well, it's good, but it looks like a slipper. <laughs> Let's just call it ciabatta. And so I was, I was thinking that I was like, what could this be? Like instead of a country loaf, we could just call it the futon. I'm just kind of stuck back on that's not a cute slipper. Whatever it was that they it's were. It's not an attractive <laughs> shoe. You should no, try harder in all good, the things you do. Improve Step up your, your fashion game and improve Step up your, your bread. Although everybody likes everybody likes the ciabatta rolls. Yeah. So, so did your kids like the bread? Oh, they were crazy for it. Yeah, they were all about it. And the and the cookbook is a beautiful cookbook, and I recommend it. And it had a lot of recipes in the back that I'm like, man, I this is I would like this to get into my life as something I'm doing all the time because mm. like English muffins out of the same intensity of oh gosh, bread. I'm not at a make your own English muffin phase of life. Well, I'm not saying I am either. It might it might not ever happen, but the I, loaf happened. In fact, shamelessly purchased the ciabatta rolls for dinner tonight. Shameless. Shameless. So not, shameless. What I did was make bread today. So then for dinner I whipped up one of the world's speediest uh, to make curried tomato soups. So basically, we just ate the bread for dinner because oh, it was all good, I did. Actually. But we had soup. It was good. That sounds really good. I was supposed to have a book finished by today and turn it oh. in tomorrow. But did I? I didn't, no. I didn't know you were writing a book. Hmm. Which I one keep is it? things from you. <laughs> what, book is it? what book are you I writing? I didn't know you were writing a book until you yeah, unleashed you... that the other day. And I was like, what? When? When? What? But what are you writing? Um, classical education on classical oh, education. Oh, that's fun. I didn't know you were doing that. Yeah. On, for, um, it's actually aimed at, I shouldn't talk about this because who oh. knows if I'll finish it. You're, it's aimed, it's at, aimed the at the students. Okay. I do know about yeah, this. Yeah. At the students but I didn't themselves know you were really because doing I think it. everybody uh, pitches it to it's so parents true. and they pitch it to, I mean, the teachers know why they're doing things and the parents read the books, but the students are having it actually done to them. And I, they don't I think always that often it. they do, or they know kind of the hazy outlines, but they're not, you know, and, and the other thing too, that I, I think is that the way you talk to a parent about 
classical ed would be is actually quite different than the way you talk to a student yeah, about it. It's not the same kind of persuasive. Because the, yeah, because this yeah. well, the student's not interested in the same things. They're they're having something done to them almost without their consent. You know what I mean? Like no, it's they like, didn't. It's they didn't just like read. with any kid situation. It's not the parents might be interested in the nutrition of things, right? But the kids the kid are kid interested in how it tastes. tastes good. Yeah, because like yeah. the kid didn't sit down when he was a preschooler and read books on educational. I'd theory like to know why you're having me memorize all these things. This is now. what I'm going to do yeah. with my life. Like, it's just something that's happening to them. And so, anyway, I'm, it's not a long book. It's kind of a short I also had a book deadline that, that I have not achieved on. Yeah, I was sending apologetic texts today. Well, I didn't do that. I wrote a note that said, I'm not going to make that ambitious deadline. But the last time I really tried to write, I did not have seven children. Like, and mm. it was a different scene. You know, it was like... Right. Life was different. The situation was different. And it has turned out to be super hard to actually find the moments when I'm not obligated to be doing something else. When I'm not like, yeah. well, people yeah, are going to I kind of to... tend to do it in like tear the band-aid off. Just gut it That's out how into I a did. bunch of writing. That's how I have in the past. It just hasn't panned out for me lately. Yeah. But I'm working on it. We'll yeah. get there. So anyway, that was a lot of shenanigans about our day um what are you thinking about in terms of mm. hmm. deeper things deeper things deeper thinking bread. Things. there's bread and okay then... no i'm gonna keep talking about bread okay good so one of the things that was really funny about making a sourdough starter and working with sourdough was how much it because it's just a natural leaven situation it's like so you start by making the culture many of you are probably more experienced at this than i am you started making a culture which is just flour and water basically but you stir it up it just gets any natural yeasts from the air from your hands from all around and bacteria basically bacteria grows with the yeast and it develops a symbiotic relationship where the bacteria is growing and the yeast eats the bacteria yeah so it but it happens over then uh, over quite a bit of time right but Anyways, you then you start feeding it. Where, but the thing that just impressed me is like leaven is used often in the Bible as an illustration because yeah. this was an old, because this was an old method that everyone would have been familiar with. Like everybody yeah. was familiar with the, um, but doing it was like oh, it was like an interesting spiritual exercise in thinking about that more deeply. Like what the poetry of that reference, you know, like what mm-hmm. the poetry of that image is because. Even though you know a little bit of yeast or a little bit of leaven, it's still remarkable what goes into maintaining the the leavening is like every time you feed it, it is throw away 80%. Like throw away most of it. Huh. And then you put in fresh water and fresh yeast. And, and um, the thing that I was really thinking about is all of the different aspects that we don't well, for one, the fact that the leaven is in the air, that it's everywhere, when it seems yeah. like it couldn't be anywhere, that it is there. Yeah. And it's like the kingdom of God being like that, when it when somewhere mm-hmm. seems spiritually desolate and barren and yeah. like nothing would ever happen here, that God is still, that the kingdom of God is present and active and living even right. when you can't see it or you're not sure what's, right. you know, that. Plus then the just discarding it. And then I was thinking in terms of, what is the new food 
you know, like when you think about when God, when the church is growing, when things are growing, what does it mean when you get rid of, you know, discard 80%, (laughs) discard a bunch of it? Well, part of it is it gets really unhealthy. If you don't, if you're not getting rid of a lot of it, the, the ratios of things get really out of control and it doesn't, it's not healthy anymore. So what, what are you comparing that to? Well, I was actually thinking about it in terms of the just interesting book growth in community because you don't mean never clean percent of people they oh, no, lost their no. salvation we cut them out no no i'm just meant yeah, so what's I your metaphor meant, i think i just meant that it continues i wasn't really thinking so much about that except for the fact that when you feed it like what is god doing all the time to keep us thriving and i'm thinking how well, much it's trials yeah and trials because new, it's like a forest fire really yes it's like it new situations it's like yeah. okay there this is totally new territory for you to thrive in this is completely new and that you you continue in faithfulness and it's but it will continue to be disorienting a lot of the time like as soon as my well I'm not trying to be I am definitely going too far on this metaphor but the starter that's on my counter as soon as it probably feels like it's really done a great job that's when I scrape a bunch of it out and give it a whole new project but the other thing too though is the continuous nature of it because you make a loaf of bread but there's some of it still yes. left to make another loaf of bread and then you save some back to make another loaf of bread you know like and right. if you think about the church being passed down through the millennia from mm-hmm. one generation to another it's very like that and also interesting and growing as it the yeast goes. in yeah. the world are old like old and this in same strains all over the world. Like they're like, if you make a, you make a, you could make a sourdough starter here. That was almost identical to one you could go find in Europe somewhere. It's like, it's like Mm -hmm. just the, I just think it's It's an interesting thing. And the fact that it is mentioned so often that little bit of leaven leavens the whole loaf and that little bit of, um, I, I often think it's funny. Like if I'm out in the garden, you suddenly start realizing how many garden metaphors are in scripture. Oh, right. Yeah. If you're in the kitchen, you start thinking about how many baking metaphors are in scripture, Mm -hmm. even down to things like salt, because you know, if the salt loses its saltiness or, and, and like you need to be salt in the world. Salt is one of those ingredients that is not subtle. No. When you put it in, such a difference, it's there. And if you, and it forgot it, to put it in. Yeah. It makes a difference. Even if it's just that half a teaspoon in the chocolate chip cookies, it, it oh, makes it, a sweets difference. Sweets are boring without salt. Yeah. And, and so savory like, things you can't taste. Yeah. And it's really interesting how many almost domestic analogies are used in scripture. Um, yeah. Very domestic. And but, yeah. And you just start, I don't know, when I'm in the garden, I'm. I'm always very, thinking it's very about. true. But I think one of the things when I said the 80%, I didn't mean that most of the time what happens is you can use that in a, you, well, you throw it you into ta- a loaf, you right? make it into yeah. bread. Yeah. And then you have the remainder that you feed. But the, but the thing that I was thinking about is how many Christians go through times where someone that they thought was faithful in the Lord is not or sh- yeah. proves to not be it's or the seed that sprung up and then yeah or then you have yeah. your you know family members flake off or stink out or do something that <laughs> that is but for many christians it's like total heartbreak because they for whatever reason have become more dependent on some of those relationships than they are on their relationship to god the father who is putting, giving them trials to be faithful and them things to work through. And it is like this thing about, I don't know that I can believe anymore 
You know, like where people get really wobbly because a friend is not being faithful or really fearful or whatever. And I think, you know, there's, there's something really good about that image, just that God is doing things that are beyond our understanding when he's removes. But there's also, I mean, throughout the created order, there's nothing really good produced without some level of trial or pain or, you, you know, like, um, if you think about what, no, what about, says what about, about dross, our, melting away the dross or, but what about our breathtakingly beautiful sunsets that were because of crazy, horrible, disastrous wildfires, yeah. not very far away. Like here we can be like, Oh my goodness, this incredibly beautiful, fiery pink sunset. It's like, it's all the smoke that's somewhere that made yeah. that so beautiful here. Yeah. Yeah. And a sculpture's not made without a lot of hammer and chisel action. <laughs> and blisters. <laughs> yeah. I think I've just, that's something that I've been thinking about lately. It's just that not getting lazy and not thinking that, or thinking that because you were faithful at one point, that that's enough to just keep you going for a long time. I think there's always the illusion that you should be able to get through this trial and then live happily ever after. Right. Right. Like, Oh, Oh, and then I just Mm -hmm. have to learn this one lesson. And and then then life will be one unending Pinterest photo. Or as I said, we're not going to any, well, we're not on our way to any spiritual sandals resorts. Like (laughs) I think one time, long time ago, mom and dad did mom and dad were babysitting the Wilson, our brother's kids, five kids while they had to, they were in New York for something. And, and, um, it turned out to be one of those super ripe times. Like if you had your own five kids, it would have been dicey. But when it was the grandparents watching the five kids, I think somebody started throwing up. Seamus got like an infected or he was hit in the neck with a baseball or something at his practice. And then he got like an infected lymph node and had to go. Oh, yeah. He had like his neck was swelling up and they had to take him to the ER in the middle of the night. And someone else was puking and like a bunch of things were going wrong. And, um, at some point in that day I was texting with my husband, something was going wrong in my life. Who can imagine what that could have been? I probably was pregnant with Moses. Things were just not, yeah. you know, somehow things were not panning out to be real easy peasy spiritually for me in that day. And my husband takes me back. He's like, chin up. If all goes according to plan <laughs> in about 35 years, we could be taking our grandkids to the <laughs> ER and cleaning up puke and having <laughs> And it was such a good thing for me to think about because my parents are continuing on working very hard and show, you know, like they are, they did not retire or try to get out of business at all. Um, and it was like, yeah, what was I thinking that I thought I wanted a day without a trial? Like I would like today. And and that's something that's an interesting thing to do is in your prayer life to pray specifically that, that God would help you to see the thing today that yeah, you can be faithful in. What's the thing to today yeah. that I can, you know, faithfully yeah, that you get can master? Yeah. Because because it's kind of like your sanctification. I mean, God will keep on working on that same lesson. If you don't learn it, he'll keep on. Right, but the, but the excitement but the of learning it is to get the next is one. Is that you'll go to the next one. And and that doesn't mean that now you don't get any more lessons. It means you've graduated to the next it's one like, up. congratulations. You did that. Here's your next math problem. Right. Okay, so how about now, um, quick. You're going quick. to You're going to turn on some music in your house. 
as you clean or or as you feed your bread or whatever you fuss around and do with your bread. Feed bread. what music are you gonna turn on? What's your go-to right now? Um, I my I like um something good this way comes by Jacob Dylan. Okay. That's fun. Yeah. I have a Pandora station that's based off of that, but I skip a lot of songs because I don't like them that much. But that <laughs> that one I really like. And it has this beautiful section where he where he sings Sweet Apple Pie on the Stove. Yeah. You know that line? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And then the, um, it's a guitar, isn't it, that comes in? That guitar, that really beautiful guitar yeah, melody. Probably. It's like a... Um, I think it is. I'm gonna have to go listen to it anyways. I had a moment when it when that was like a new song in my life where I actually it came on and I actually had just made apple pie and there was an <laughs> apple pie on the stove and that it was like this gorgeous day where the window was open and the sun was shining in and the air you know it was like right. it was like the birds were singing and the house was clean and I'd made a pie and then <laughs> Jacob Dylan sang about that sweet apple pie on the stove and I was like amen amen <laughs> and so, ever after. I do like that. I do like that song. Yeah. Um, Okay. Who's your favorite like songwriter? Oh man, I have some that I like a lot, but that I have not. I really do not consistently listen to music now because it's like the one noise I can turn off. Like (laughs) there's a lot of noise in my life, and most of it is not optional. And I find usually I'll turn on music and I feel really good about it for the first few no, minutes. And then I'm like, no. I'm going to have a headache. There's if sometimes when you don't want that. I mean, like you're by yourself. The house is quiet. You're going to clean. Oh man. On. Okay. So I have a problem with this. I like some songs by like Mumford and Sons. I like them on a few songs, but I get car sick after like, I just need them spaced out between other things sure. it's too much all at once yeah. we both grew up liking mark knopfler well we i grew up liking it, like, bob dylan no you know what i keep going back to that communique album by dire straits yes. right now it's like such a good album he's good he just is a man with skills yeah he's and, good and we are not sure that there are but any songs that as... he has not sung about i mean any topics topics but he's good as a songwriter i like I like his breadth of topics. Well, like, he could... Like, the fact that he just, like, wrote a song about the making of the Mason-Dixon line. Or Lewis and Clark. Yeah, did that. Or the founder of McDonald's. Yeah, handled that. Or, or televangelists. Or carnivals. Or the person with the toilet paper dispenser oh, that, yeah. <laughs> that sings. I mean, the... Yeah, what is no, that? The host, the host with really... the most... Uh, my parties, I think, is what that. Yeah, was. but anyway, yeah, no, he's, he's he good. just covers the waterfront. That and and um, yeah, no, I keep turning. turning and Bob Dylan, we like Bob, Bob Dylan, Dylan is man, just good. I can't help it. His I haven't listened to him much lately. It's his his lyrics are just I actually basically the only times I have ever been listening to a song and I thought, oh my word, that was an amazing line. What and I went and you back look it and up, look it's it always up. Bob Dylan. It's always Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. It might be sung by somebody else. It might be like Nora Jones or it might be, yeah. you know, whoever else. You know, I, even you know that what's his face, Darius Rucker, that wagon wheel song that got big a few years ago. That's by Bob Dylan. Mm. It's like it's just I he's, like he's the, got um, away with words. That's what I like, the Mumford and Sons song, the one that I don't even know what it's called. The one that opens up with um when the winter wind litters London with lonely hearts. That's 
I use that line in my lit class because it's got great alliteration. Yeah, but it's it's not just alliteration, but it's it's alliteration that paints a picture, yeah. and that and because of the alliteration with the litters London with lonely hearts, it sounds like the way a leaf would fall, going yeah. back and forth and back yeah. and forth, like it's that when shallow, it like a winter wind, you know. Yeah, but it's that, but you know what I mean. That the litter, yeah. it's like it's that swinging back and forth. Yeah. And anyways, it's a that's a beautiful line. And but most of the time, what happens is that I it just gets to be too much for me as it as as the too album goes on i'm like oh, yeah i can't turn yeah, it no, off i can't do this yeah so I'm i try i make like i make like a spotify list out of songs that i like that yeah i think will make yeah. me feel peppy but right usually. but if it's just a straight like i'm gonna Sometimes listen to an album make me it feel kind peppy of... le pew <laughs> <laughs> instead of peppy yeah clean the house up yeah <laughs> Exactly. Um, okay, and then last thing. Okay, your your kitchen's on fire, and you can only save one thing out of it, and it's not your children. They're safe. My kids are safe. Your kids are safe. Your laptop's already out, and your family My laptop. photos. <laughs> Has your photos on it? Come My on. laptop is one of them. actually. That's the bad news. It doesn't. My photos are in constant jeopardy of my phone dying. Okay. However, so, whatever your uh, phone's out, I would out. probably say it would be my Lake Crusade Dutch oven. My huge one. You have the huge one. I have the biggest the biggest Dutch oven that Le Creuset makes. However, I don't know that that would be a wise choice because running out of the house with that thing is I'm just saying you could, it's not going to be like your salad spinner that you're going to take. No, somehow no, not going to be I don't have a salad spinner, so it can't be that. I used that <laughs> illustration. <laughs> No, anything <laughs> but the salad spinner that I don't have. Um, no, that's probably is that my, your most used item. You do use it a lot, but I'm I probably use some other things more, but that would be much easier to replace. So, you sure. know, what yeah. about you? That's funny because I was going to say my Lakers say Dutch oven probably, but I don't, know. I don't I like have to the think huge one. Us, I have the one that's down a size, and I really could use the. Big I one. like to think of us running out of our houses with oh, our Dutch ovens under our arms. But you know what? I have started using my cast iron skillets a lot. Like mm. I weirdly, I've been really on a cast iron kick lately. Like just. They're really doing it for me right yeah, now. Yeah, they're cool. They're well, fun. and the, it's you get into trouble when you need to to Toss scrape something. it out. You need to scrape it out into a bowl because it's very hard to, <laughs> to hold You're with your like, left I hand. You're like, I need three assistants yeah. to come in to here and hold it with to a hold it. Well, and the handle gets really hot, so you have to have like a mitt on, you know? So yeah. that's kind of unfortunate. But I, I still, like, I'm really liking the cast iron. And I've also gotten into a, like, let's just deal with wooden spoons. Who needs an ergonomically handled oh, silicone? We've had long, long grievances with the OXO. <laughs> like it was like, was I going to get tendonitis from the pastry cutter? I don't think so. <laughs> but I just there's something about that to me that's like, just make the dang thing fit in a drawer. Like well, we don't I need a like, big handle. I don't know. Like I I don't know what I'm doing right now, but it's like I'm really bonding with my just plain wooden spoons not not fancy wooden spoons primitive and i should give you some i need one of your basket thing that i think is a batten and you think is a banneton but it might be no it's a banneton i think there well it has a lot of names Banneton and a brat form. I think a brat form is a German name well, for it. Banneton is a French a name. Is I thought a batten is actually a shape the, of a loaf. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I think I just. Made I think that it's up. a short baguette. But anyway, yeah, no, I'm having this kind of moment of like the cast iron and the wooden <laughs> spoon. There's something just about the design 
there. Well, I it's also just, have a thing. It's just good. In all areas of life, it's the primitive things are really fun to me. Like, the things that have been done for a long time. And yeah, that, but there's a reason they're a classic. Right. Like, because they just do the job. They're, yeah. You're like, a cast iron pan you know, isn't going to, And it like, might scorch here or there, but it's not going to melt if you and, leave oh, it. It's not going to, like, flake off a Teflon coating on you. It's, it's, it's <laughs> but, you going know, to stay like, I have these, as it was. I have these rubber spatulas with, like, notches melted out. <laughs> Okay, mine are all like that too. It's the worst. Yeah, and see, somehow when it when a wooden spoon ages, it just gets a little more like rugged looking. Rugged looking. Yeah, uh, I actually uh, have some. I actually began a. I got really snookered by the King Arthur flower, which I like them a lot. Well, they've but, got a good. They've got a good branding. Yeah, they do. I have a big King Arthur apron, and it's, it's just I love theirs. I love it, and it's an old company, but they were marketing like some sale on their collection of. 12 wooden spoons that were in this like muslin bag. They were all these different sizes of them, but they were like on a clearance sale for a hundred dollars or something. (laughs) (laughs) And I, the bad part is how much I was like, Oh, I probably need those. (laughs) Like it's a wooden spoon. You can buy three for 75 cents. anywhere. Some of them are bad. Like those little whiffly handles that snap. Well, I hate when the handle bends immediately as soon as it gets wet. Yeah. Wet or it it, snaps. And it looks more like our, our scimitar. (laughs) try and find one to slice your bread with okay (laughs) or stir your coffee in your samovar yeah we gotta go go. and it's been good i gotta get coffee for tomorrow you do you need coffee in the morning that's why i'm in the walmart parking lot now (laughs) gotta face up face the music so till next time again yeah do it again gotta go bye That's right.